Hey, hey, what's up? It's Zisu back again with the Quickness E-Society podcast, Anchor Edition. Back to talk a little baseball, baseball films. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best again uh, this weekend. You had the double header. Uh, yeah, double feature. <laughs> <laughs> well, double header is more with our topic of baseball. Right. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Yeah, we're going to discuss. Um, well, first off, let's start off with a little regular baseball. How are the Giants doing? Ah, you know, it's season's been over almost since it begun. Uh, got off to a bad start, never was able to get right. We brought in Andrew McCutcheon this year, a former MVP. That was exciting, but he didn't even last one year with us. We traded him for prospects to the Yankees, so that didn't last, and uh, it looks like the rebuild's already underway. I think they got rid of the general manager. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if almost everybody's out the door. They might hold on to Posey or maybe Mad Bum or both of them just for, you know, for the sake of it, but uh, yeah, the rebuild is underway, and you know, we'll see where they go there. But uh, I know things are a lot ex- more exciting on the uh, other side of the bay, though, right now. Yeah, we got uh, probably another. What, I don't know. I don't know what inning we're in uh, right now. Oh no, it hasn't even started yet. Uh, we're we're taking we're taking on the Angels. We lost last night, uh, eight to five. Uh, we're finishing off our season down in Anaheim. Uh, I don't know why they're called L.A. Angels. But anyway, um, we're finishing it off down there. Hopefully we can uh, at least get one win. Maybe the last two would be awesome. And then uh, we head to New York. Uh, I think we're in New York. I don't know if it's here. I don't know yet. Well, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's at the Yankees. Yeah, so I was we'll, just looking at that earlier. <laughs> I guess we're going to head to the to the Bronx. And uh, yep. hopefully we can be uh, tough, finish but, them uh, I don't know. We'll I like their chances. Yeah, I don't, I'm excited, but I don't want to get too excited. It was right. still way early. <laughs> so Right. It's uh, a one game, right? It's just the, the wild card, right? Yeah. So. Oof. Yeah, winner take all. Yeah, we, we got we got to do it. So hopefully uh, we can we can pull it out. It's uh, definitely possible. I'm pretty sure the last one, the last Warriors World Series, the 14 one, it could be the 12 one. I could be misremembering wrong, but I know we got in right at the end and then had to go to Pittsburgh and every series, the whole way we were, we were underdogs. So uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised for the same thing to happen for the A's. I, I hope they can advance. It's going to be tough, obviously going to the Yankees with their history and whatnot, but uh, you know, I'm pulling for them, pulling them for, for you, for the Bay. <laughs> yep, and uh, hopefully we can uh, take out the Yankees, and uh, we'll see. And my fingers are crossed. It's going to be a good game, and uh, let's go Oakland. Yep. Uh, you guys got yep. anyone new coming on for next season that you know of? No, not that I know of. Uh, one of our other new pickups this year, Evan Longoria. He was he did all right with us, but uh, his prime years may have passed him by. But uh, Looks like he'll be back. So, but other than that, looks like the full rebuild is on. So, uh, I was just thankful we got those uh, the three championships in five years. Uh, before that, the previous Giants World Series win was, uh, I think, 1955. So, 
you know. And if you just go to the Cubs, they took them over a hundred years to even get one. So you got to enjoy them when you when you can get them. I know the A's last one was uh, eighty nine. So eighty nine, yeah. We went to the series again, but then we just got beat down. So. Right. Yeah, you got to enjoy it. When yeah. You have it because baseball's almost like any other sport. You never know when your team's ever going to get back. <laughs> I thought we were going to do it when we had um, what's his nuts? Um, God damn it! Um, fuck, he went to L.A. Then he went to Houston. Um, oh, Reddick? Yeah, I thought we were going to pull it out with them, but guess yeah. not. Went to Houston and won. So. But yeah, uh, keeping keeping it with baseball is the reason why we're, we're doing this uh, anchor one for you. We're gonna run through our top five. Uh, if it's not our top five favorite, let's just say top five baseball mo- movies that um, uh, we enjoy. Uh, I would say this is my top five baseball films. Uh, I don't know if you just pick random five, but uh, you want to start it off for me? Uh, yeah, kick us off. All right, I am going to 1977, uh, The Bad News Bears and Breaking Training. This is the second uh, movie in the series. Uh, this is the one where they go to uh, Houston. Fuck, we just talked about them a second ago. They go to Houston <laughs> to play in the Astrodome, uh, and whoever, winner takes all. Whoever wins that game goes to Japan uh, to take on whatever the team was uh, in that one. Bad News Bears. Uh, in Japan, that was the, th- the third movie. It was only a trilogy before they did the TV series, uh, but I love this one. We got awesome uh, William Devane and uh, Jackie Earl Haley, uh, Kelly Leak, uh, awesome, awesome actor. I love him. Yeah, he took a little hiatus for a while, and then he came back with uh, a bunch of movies, and then he jumped into the comic book movies with um, The Watchmen, uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. And uh, he also jumped into the horror stuff with he was the Freddy Krueger in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. I enjoyed it for what it was. I know the the horror fans all tore that movie apart. Um, I liked it for what it was. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be this big, huge smash hit, man. It it was like I always say before that they always remake everything. So why not remake this? And that's what they did. But this film, man, I love it. Uh, it was just the further adventures of the Bad News Bears. Um, there was no Walter Matthau or uh, Tatum O'Neill. She didn't. She never came back, or Walter never did. But a uh, majority of the team did come back. Uh, like I said, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, we had Chris Barnes. He's uh, T- Tanner Boyle. He he's my favorite character. Uh, he was only in the first two movies. He wasn't in in the second one. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Jack Jackie Earl Haley is uh, Kelly Leake. He's the one that he was in all three of them. Right. But, uh, this was cool. They were just uh, the bad news bears, man. They, they're, just, they're driving across. Uh, I believe they were in uh, L.A. somewhere, maybe San Bernardino, somewhere around there. And they were driving to Houston. And along the way, they uh, pass through this reservation. They take on these Indian kids and basically just get the shit stomped out of it. Baseball wise, not beat. <laughs> but because <laughs> at the after they lose the game, uh, Tanner goes, "Man, we just got scalped." <laughs> so, yeah. uh, th- this movie's funny. I mean, I like it. It's real edgy with the 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 language and the racial uh, stuff that Tanner Boyle says. <laughs> <laughs> 
and but other than that, man, it, it's it's a good movie. I love it. Um, I love watching this. I think out of I love the original one, uh, but I think this is probably the one that I had seen the most. I saw this one at the drive-in. Um, I can't remember what else we had seen it with, but I just love the whole Bad News Bears series. Uh, the Japan one was okay. That was the one um, with uh, Tony Curtis. He he was the the coach, and uh, it, it was all right. I mean, it was just the Bad News Bears in Japan. But um, this one, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's my second favorite out of the series. Uh, the TV show was okay. It was nothing great, but uh, I always have a fond memory of watching this film uh, with my family at the drive-in. And uh, I love baseball movies. And uh, this is my number five, The Bad News Bears and Breaking Training. All right. Uh, so are you going like five to one rankings? Yeah, I'm going top, uh, bottom to top. Okay. Um, then I am going to go with my number five is going to be Million Dollar Arm. This is a film from a couple years back, 2014. Uh, John Hamm, Alan Arkin. Uh, a sports agent stages an unconventional recruitment strategy to get talented Indian cricket players to play Major League Baseball. Uh, this is one of those uh, Disney films. Uh, this actually almost made my uh, list for uh couple weeks ago when we did uh, uh, live action Disney movies uh, this almost made my list uh, so I'm glad it didn't because now I'm able to mention it here as my number five and uh, yeah you know you got John Hamm coming off a uh, uh, Mad Men I loved him in that and uh, this is just one of those uh, based on a real story type movies and yeah it's just got some good performance alan arkin's always good he plays uh kind of this like uh baseball talent scout he like knows it when he hears it type guy he uh gets brought over and and he does like he's just sitting there and he's got his hat down over his face and and uh, when it whatever the 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 one guy pitches he, he hears it and he's like okay yeah there's one that's one for you right there so um you know, it does what, uh, you know, kind of the Disney sports, sports movie formula does. But uh, overall, I just found it really enjoyable. And uh, I, I feel like this one didn't get uh, too much hype. It feels like it kind of came and went out of the theaters. I remember not hearing much about it when it came out. So, yeah, uh, I don't know where you could watch it right now. It'll probably be on the Disney streaming service when that launches, but. Yeah, did you ever see this one? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> okay, yeah, it what? came and went like it was out of the theaters in weeks, so I'm not surprised you never heard of it. But it's 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 worth a watch, especially well, uh, as a baseball film. Once so, the, based uh, on our true story. Once the Disney things up and running, make a future challenge because I I never even heard of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. There you go. Um, as far as cricket, do you even understand that game? I don't. I tried watching it one day when it was right. on TV, but I, I didn't. I don't understand the rules. Yeah, see, that's the thing for me too. I've I've had it explained to me. Uh, I've watched it, but even then, it's hard to to keep up with it because I know certain things is worth is worth more. You run back and forth basically between where if you're talking 
major league baseball between the pitcher's mound and, and home base. I think like there's a whole series of that, but the numbers like shoot up like really quick. So it's a lot of numbers <laughs> flying around. Um, have you seen uh, uh, fantastic Mr. Fox? Uh, they kind of have a, a joke sport on that <laughs> or the way they explain it. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to give it a shot. I mean, if someone would, would explain right what you're doing, I mean, but yeah, I, I it's, it's a lot like baseball in that you've got to hit it by the people. And when you do, that's when the running back and forth like adds up. I know that. And I know it's like, instead of like with baseball, it's got the open field right in front of you. It's like, you could go like, all the way around you so it's like the field is completely circular so hmm. yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> so I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out yeah uh, check out the movie if we ever, whenever that disney thing gets up and running and uh, i'll have right. to watch a trailer because maybe i've seen it maybe i didn't maybe i just didn't pay attention but it it, it, it doesn't even sound familiar right yeah, it came and went. Yeah, 2014 film. It was in the theater, <laughs> too? Yeah, yeah, I saw it in the theaters. Whoa, all right, <laughs> cool. All right, uh, my number four, I'm going to 1993 uh, to the baseball classic, coming-of-age classic, The Sandlot. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I know everybody knows what this is. They just had the 25th anniversary not not very long ago. And I just watched this. I just recently started listening to uh, uh, Patrick Renner's podcast. He's got a show. He's a uh, uh, ham uh, in in the film. Uh, he's got a show called uh, "You're Killing Me." Uh, nice. Patrick Renner. I, I love it. <laughs> he he talks about Sandlot and talks about other things. He's also uh, a character. He did two episodes of uh, the second season in Glow. So oh nice. It was cool to see him pop up on Glow. I love I loved him in The Son-in-Law. I liked him in that film. Uh The Big Green, I believe that's uh streaming on HBO. It's a Disney film about soccer. Uh check it out if you guys haven't seen it. I haven't seen that in a while. I'll probably watch it again. Uh but this film was awesome. I, I loved it. It was just hilarious kids playing baseball. Uh you got Smalls. Uh he's the new he's the new kid in town. And uh, just doesn't know how to play baseball, and 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 these little kids, uh, they end up teaching them how to play, and then they all become uh, uh, good friends. Uh, I think this was supposedly supposed to be in San Bernardino, but I learned a lot listening to uh, uh, "You Killing Me" podcast because they said they filmed it all in Salt Lake City. Huh. So uh, it's cool, man. I love this, man. It's got it's got the classic line: "You're killing me, Smalls." I mean, no doubt, everybody yeah. says it exactly. Uh, it's it's a it's an amazing film, man. I loved. It. I just finished watching it. Uh, I watched it uh, this morning, actually, and uh, I love this movie. This is a movie that I can watch over and over and over again. I think my yep. favorite my favorite part in the film is uh, when they're all celebrating after they just beat down uh, that real baseball team. Because the only one that really plays baseball on a team is uh, uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, right? He's, uh, he's basically this uh, the whole the whole gang is his uh, his training tool to where they just constantly practice baseball. They never really play a full game. They just just constantly keep practicing. And uh, there's uh, these other kids come up to him, but I guess uh, another team, the actual team, baseball team, and they have a good go back and forth with each other. 
and uh, then they challenge him, and then the, the, our, our our heroes, our little baseball heroes, uh, defeat uh, that baseball team, and then they all go celebrate at uh, at a carnival. And uh, the way they celebrate, oh man, I got chaw like that uh, plug, yeah. chewing tobacco, right? Uh, that stuff is gross. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> the plug, that's the stuff I don't like. It's like a hard. Gooey thing, you gotta like mm-hmm. cut a piece off. I don't mind the uh, little skull or or uh, Copenhagen cans or the actual leaf, like Red Man. I don't mind that, but I don't know something about plug is just Ugh. I didn't like it. But anyway, so they all do it, and then they all they some of them have no idea what they're doing, and the next thing you know, they they obviously swallow some of the some of their spit, and then they get all mm. sick, and then they all just start throwing up on the ride that they're on. I, The first time I saw I didn't see it in the theater. Uh, I saw this when it came on like HBO or something. And oh my God, I just laughed my ass off. And uh, I can watch that scene over and over. Uh, it's good to, I never had this on uh, DVD. I don't know why. I, or VHS. I mean, it came on TV like all the time. So I was like, I didn't need to uh, to own it, so but Blu-ray came around. I bought the Blu-ray. I didn't realize how wide the movie is. I mean, you know, you got the little small bars and the black bar. Oh yeah, yeah. This one it was like really shot wide, two thirty-five or two forty, maybe. But I don't wow. know. Wow. Uh, I really love. I just love the whole thing uh, of them, uh, how they film the film. There's a little featurette on the Blu-ray. I know there's a documentary coming. Uh, unless it's already out, I, I don't know uh, about the whole filming of it all. They said, uh, Patrick Renahan, he said that everybody is a part of it except for uh, the kid that played uh, Benny, um, Mike Vitar. I think he just uh, got out of acting, and uh, I believe he's a, a firefighter. Uh, I, I don't know where he lives, but uh, that's what they're saying. He's just he's got he's a family man. He, he's a firefighter. And uh, he just kind of put acting behind him. And uh, another interesting fact that I found out listening to uh, uh, Patrick Rana's podcast is at the very end of the film, you see an older version of Smalls and uh, Benny. When Benny, uh, he goes into the major leagues and he's playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers, which 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 is, was his favorite team. The actor that played Benny, the older version of Benny, was his brother. Huh. And, I thought that was cool, and then they said it was a tragic thing happened that um, that actor, his brother, had died. Uh, I, I, they didn't say why or what it was. I'm glad they didn't go into it, but that was that was cool to find out that that was his real brother because it did look like him. And then the find out the passing of him, I was like, oh, weak. But yeah. uh, Sandlot, it's an amazing film. I love it. It's just kids playing ball. Uh, then you got the the beast, the big dog, when they hit the ball over the fence. Uh, Sam's get you guys. You guys know the story. Uh, Sam steal not Sam Smalls steals uh, his stepdad's uh, baseball, played by actor Dennis Leary. Uh, it, that was what was funny about about this. Dennis Leary was like starting to come up uh, in the, the with his stand up, and then you've seen him on MTV, and you've seen him all over the place with his his uh, sarcastic style of comedy. And when he popped on the screen on this, I was like, they I, obviously I think they filmed this before. Uh, he really got who he, who he is now. I think he's in one of those uh, Chicago Fires or, or whatever one of those one of those shows. I don't know if that show's still on, but 
I think he was in one of those fire fire department shows. But uh, this film is awesome. We also got uh, Karen Allen, Nancy from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, uh, Crystal Skull. It was good to see her in this. And uh, I think the only one in this uh, is the kid that played Smalls. I'd seen him in uh, Tom Gui, Gui or Geary. I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, I had seen last thing I'd seen him in was uh, Mystic River, which was an amazing film well, with Sean Penn and um, Tim Tim Robbins. Who else was in? Oh, Kevin Bacon. Uh, I love that film, but he he was in that. Um, I, he might have done other stuff, but that's probably the last movie I'd seen him in. But uh, Sandlot, awesome film. I love it. Uh, I know you guys have all seen it uh, numerous times, but that's my number four, The Sandlot. Yeah, uh, I had a, I had a good feeling this was going to be on your list, and actually, this was the first thing I was going to mention. But then you said, you know, you were doing it, counting down from five to one. This is actually my number one. So you pretty much said pretty much everything about it. But yeah, it's just classic. I love the vibe of it, and uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely worthy of being on uh, anybody's uh, baseball film list. It just just everything about the vibe of it it's it's almost a perfect movie so yeah <laughs> not much more i can add to it than than uh what you said <laughs> yeah i mean it's an awesome film i mean i i figured th- if anything this would be the movie that uh we'd both have on our list yep i i had that same feeling too that that's actually i was going to talk about it first but then we uh we since we did it by order uh, i had a feeling you'd get to it first too because i was gonna it was gonna be my number one so i'm not surprised <laughs> well, all right then i'll keep on going with that uh, we did enough sandlot i am going to 19- oh well actually i gotta i gotta jump on oh, for right. four. number four go ahead <laughs> um yeah my number four which i don't know if this is on your list uh, uh 2013's 42 uh this is the Jackie Robinson movie uh, with Chadwick Boseman. You know him as the Black Panther. Uh, also Harrison Ford as Branch Rickey. Uh, in 1947, Jackie Robinson becomes the first African-American player to play Major League Baseball in the modern era when he was signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers and faces considerable racism in the process. Um, yeah, this was kind of the stepping stone for... Uh, for Chadwick Boseman, you know, he did this and he did the James Brown movie. It's uh, kind of was a stepping stone for him to get Panther. And, you know, Panther's now one of the biggest movies of all time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought this was uh, a really well done film. Harrison Ford, Chadwick Boseman. And, uh, you know, it's Jackie Robinson and it's classic. You've, you've seen this one, right? Yeah, this is my number two. Uh, that on okay. my list. Uh, this movie was awesome, and it fucking just makes me mad every time. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> with the, the racial tension of everything, and just how uh, it was back then, and and still is today. Yeah, Especially ridiculous. With, with this idiot in the in the White House now, just making everyone uh, just go all crazy with the racial stuff. Man, it, yeah. it just pisses me off when people think that. Oh, racism! There is that racism is not here. It's never it's, gone. Yeah, it's never ever gone away. It's always the serial. <laughs> yeah, it's always been there from when it got when it first started and never stopped. 
It's just going. Now this idiot's just giving giving everyone the voice to think they can just say what they want. And if you're one of those ones that does say what you want and you get your ass beat, hey, that's your fault. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm sure the movie was pretty rough, but I'm sure it was rougher. Oh yeah, no doubt. Than, than what we I mean, the the part that uh, uh that makes me laugh now when I watch it is seeing uh K two S O just he was <laughs> he was the worst one. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Uh, he was the worst one, always uh, saying the N-word to, to Jackie. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, it's just what was going on in the whole film. I mean, he is a true legend. Yes. Uh, Jackie Robinson. They've got the day. Everybody wears his number, 42. You know, classic. Uh, the poster in a game divided by color. He made us see greatness. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just all the racial. Renee can't even watch this movie. I know what you mean. <laughs> she says because I hate it. Not the the whole story, but she just hates. It's just it. tough. It's, it's a just, tough watch. It's just the racial stuff. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I can watch everything. But yeah, I mean, do you it, like Harrison Ford? I mean, he's good. I, I liked him, but he wasn't. He wasn't all about that. I mean, he was about baseball. I mean, right. that's that's what what it should have been. Uh, it's not our fault that there's there's racist assholes out there uh, that think it. There is a difference between being prejudiced and and racist. I don't know why everyone thinks it's all the same thing. There's a total difference, but that's my opinion. But anyway, but yeah, man, I love this film. It is my number two on my list. And uh, Chadwick Boseman, man, he's awesome. I think my favorite movie he's done has been the Get On Up, uh, the, the the James Brown one. Right. Oh, I love that movie. I love I love the Godfather of Soul, period, James Brown. And just to see uh Black Panther give his his take on James Brown, which was amazing. And I saw 42 first and then uh, I think Get On Up came came out later. I don't know, I might I might be getting them confused, but uh it was cool. And it was good, man, to see him play two iconic characters and a third one with with Black Panther. And uh, I can't see anyone else being Black Panther. Right. Right. Uh, I know eventually he's not going to want to do it and they have to keep they'll carry it on for generations and generations because they already they hit it out of the park with the first movie. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else they would get. I'm sure they'll get whoever's uh, the young flavor of the month when uh, he decides not to do it anymore. But uh, 42 amazing film. I love it. Yeah. No doubt. So that was my number four, your number two. So now we're on to your number three. <laughs> yes. I am going to 1992 to a league of their own. I <laughs> love this movie. Uh, I just love baseball and I love Tom Hanks and I'm, I'm in love with Madonna. I've loved her from her very first album uh and everything not everything she's done but uh, some of the new music's all right i mean it's nothing to what she she did in the 80s everything she what's did, your it, last favorite album that she did uh like a prayer that okay. was the first time that i'd seen her on tour uh, on tour when she came to the coliseum uh for the blonde ambition tour and oh my god it was amazing i loved it probably one of the best concerts i ever been to and i love madonna uh, but then we also got uh, the awesome Gina Davis and the awesome Lori Petty and Rosie O'Donnell. Can never forget her. Yep. And just a whole slew of characters uh, and attitudes within the, the Rockford Peaches. But 
Uh, other than Madonna being the cherry on top, um, Rosie O'Donnell, it would be right after her and then Tom Hanks. Those yeah. those three, I think they stole like every scene they were in. And yes, it was a story about Gina Davis and uh, her sister, Lori Petty. Um, but w- when you get those, especially the, 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 the double team of uh, Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell, um, when they were filming this, this is this was directed by Penny Marshall, uh, Laverne DeFazio, uh, for you Laverne and Shirley fans. Um, when they when they when they casted everybody, she was already friends with Rosie, and then she goes, "Look, I'm going to put you with this this gal, and you guys need to become best friends." And it was Madonna, and uh, I just love that story. You can go on YouTube and watch interviews on how they met and, and what they did because they actually met uh, on this film. And the whole film was awesome. I loved it. It was, it was, a, uh, it was, it's baseball history. Yep. Uh, it maybe not went down the way it did in the film. But, oh, right. Uh, I loved how they started the beginning with the older uh, Gina Davis, and, and then it ended uh, in the um, Baseball Hall of Fame when they were putting the, um, the I can't remember the, the name of the, the their their league of baseball, the, the American League. I can't remember. I'm, t- I'm trying to think of the song uh, that one of the um, the girls wrote for it because they all ended up singing it at the end. But I thought that was cool that how they ended the film and uh, it just wrapped it all up. So awesome to, to put them into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, but I think one of my favorite scenes, uh, it's, it's probably the most iconic scene in this, is when, uh, what's the actress's name? Uh, is when Tom Hanks is going off on her. Yes, that's what I was going to mention. There, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he just like he just rips into her really quick because I guess she like um instead of using a cutoff man or something I can't remember what she did and then he, she just starts the way he's going and screaming and yelling at her and then she starts crying and then he just goes into the are you crying. Yeah, <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> then the ump comes over and goes, "Look, hey man, you need to calm down, and well, you need to treat each and one of these women like they're your daughter." And then what do you say? He goes, "Every Tom Hanks just says to the ump, he goes, that anyone ever tell you you look like a a penis with a hat on?'" And then he gets thrown out of the game. But that scene is iconic. It's in the trailer. When you think of this movie, that's the only scene that I mean, and, and everybody says it. Even I've I've said it yep. a few times. Uh, when I was uh, coaching my son's baseball team, <laughs> the, the kids had no idea what I was talking about, but the parents got it. <laughs> right. Uh, but this film is awesome. Uh, I love Tom Hanks. Uh, I, I would put this in probably one in the, one of my top top ten of uh, Tom Hanks films. Uh, Bachelor Party being number one. That's his best movie he's ever done. And uh, this movie's awesome. 1992's A League of Their Own. Yeah, I'm not surprised you had this one on your list, too. And this came in for me at number two. So, yeah, (laughs) Uh, my one and two films we've uh, now discussed. And, yeah, uh, just the same thing. The vibe is incredible, just the way they're able to capture it. And uh, I love the scene uh, at the end of the film, too, with the whole uh, baseball Hall of Fame stuff. That's incredible. So, yeah, classic film. (laughs) All right, what's your next one? Okay, so that puts me at number three. Uh, You know how I like to uh, 
sometimes get uh, controversial with these, and I was cleared because when we were we were doing the uh, the research for this, I was like, how am I going to find these baseball films? You know, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll Google them, and I was like, oh, that's cool because you get to see the list, and I was like, oh, okay, because we were just talking about this film, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put it on the list, and uh, you know, you might say, oh, I don't know, but uh, I had to give it a shout out mainly because. Uh, uh, of the uh, San Francisco Giants angle that comes to this movie. I'm going with 96's The Fan, De Niro and Snipes. I already said it. I didn't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I, I love the fact that uh, this was in 96 uh, before Bonds came to the Giants, but it almost like it's so weird how they were able to capture that vibe of like Snipes is so like what Barry Bonds was when he came to the San Francisco Giants. So it's, it was funny that way, just as a, as a Giants fan, you know, of the time and whatnot. And, you know, we didn't get it done in that, the Bay bridge, uh, 89 world series. And then you got this film 96. And then a few years later, Bonds comes and, you know, we had a few runs with him, but uh, never got it done. We lost the World Series. But anyways, uh, a lot of people would, would you know, say this is a very fringe baseball film, but it, it really is just uh, De Niro being obsessed with snipes and, like, just over-the-line, like, obsession stalker stuff. Uh, this also has uh, Ellen Barkin, John Leguizamo, Benicio Del Toro, uh, directed by Tony Scott, so it's got that vibe. If you've listened to uh, some of our past Anchor episodes, we were talking about uh, True Romance, that Tony Scott style and stuff. Uh, it's interesting to see the Metascore of all the movies we've talked about so far, every one of them. Uh, none of them has been in the red, and this one is. It's listed as a third two, but film back when it came out, and I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I got to for De Niro I know we were talking uh, future ideas I and mean, we were talking De Niro and Pacino films so that might be in our future here for Anchor <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know the movie was alright I mean, I only saw it that one time uh, and yeah Tony Scott if, you, if you're familiar with his film work it's just slow <laughs> everything he's doing uh, nothing to take nothing against uh, De Niro and uh, Wesley Snipes um, but I don't know it was, it was just okay yeah, yeah, so. I'm, I'm a big fan of it and the whole San Francisco Giants angle that that helps me, you know, be a fan of it even more. And also it ticks off that box of it has that like kind of suspense thriller psycho De Niro angle that is so enjoyable, too. So I don't know. I liked it. So that's my number three. All right. Well, we already did your number two. Yep. And, and my number uh, one. And your number one. So <laughs> uh, you're pretty much done. And I guess we'll end it here with uh, my number one. Uh, I'm going to the 1976 uh, Little League classic, The Bad News Bears. Ah, yes. Not that bullshit <laughs> 2005 remake with Billy Bob. That one was horrible. But this movie is awesome. I loved it. My favorite baseball film of all time. Uh, we, we I started off... Uh, with this episode with my number five, which was the second film in the series, uh, Bad News Bears and Breaking Training. But this one was 
Uh, also a film that I saw with my family at the drive-in. Had no idea what it was. My dad just said, oh, it's these little kids playing baseball. Let's go see it. Thinking it was going to be a family movie. And boy, were we wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then again, the times in the 70s. Yeah, 76. Uh, it is labeled a comedy drama family. But the racial, <laughs> the racial racist mouth of Tanner Boyle and the smoking and drinking. Uh, in front of kids on the baseball field and in the dugout by Walter Matthau uh, being a, a just his character is just a drunk. And I, I know they probably couldn't do this. They tried with the, the remake. I think the funniest part in the remake is when uh, Billy Bob was all faded and he was trying to pitch to the kids. Uh, that was probably my favorite scene in that one. But overall, it just it didn't have the magic uh, of the original 76 version. Uh, we had young Tatum O'Neill. Uh, she's in it. Jackie Earl, ha- Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, I just love uh, him as Kelly Leak, and this movie's awesome. Uh, Butterworth, Buttermaker, Walter Matthau. He's just uh, probably my favorite movie he's, he's done. I know he's done a ton of movies before this and a few after, um, but this is my favorite one. This is my introduction to Walter Matthau, and uh, I love this film. Uh, with, with the racial mouth of Tanner Boyle. I remember when I first saw this, I went, whoa, I knew what he said was wrong but <laughs> and, and not right, but I was like, damn. He, like, took out everybody uh, in, in one sentence, man. He was talking about Mexicans and blacks and and uh, and, and nerds and, oh, dude, and, and females. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, I love this film. This is a film I can watch over and over and over and never get tired of it. Uh, I don't think my, any of my kids have seen it. I think Tiga's seen it. I know they saw the remake because they all went to the theater and saw it. And uh, I was being antisocial and refused uh, to see it. I saw it when it came <laughs> on TV. But uh, I love this film. Awesome film. What I loved about the, this film the most is this is just a little team they threw together. Everybody sucked. Nobody was good. The only good player they had on the team, which came later, was uh, Kelly Leak, uh, Jackie Earl Haley's character. And uh, Walter Matthau, just a buttermaker, just realized that his team sucks. He, he needs uh, to, um, to to get some firepower for his, for his team. Um, he was basically just a babysitter in the beginning. And then he realized that he he needed to do it. He, could do, he knew he could do it because he was um, – I want to say he was like an old wash-up AAA ball player. And uh, he kind of realized what they were doing. It was just basically they needed a coach to babysit these kids uh, for, for, I guess, one, I guess to have an even amount of teams uh, in the league. So he's like, all right, I'll do it. He was just basically just doing it for the paycheck. And then he finally realized, you know what, I want to do it. Uh, he gets uh, Tedham O'Neill to come in. She's an awesome pitcher. And because uh, he – he was a backstory. He was, uh, he was dating her mom, but then they broke up. But he always taught her how to pitch, and uh, she knew she was just almost almost a teenager. And then he got her to be on the team, and uh, then they get uh, Jackie Haley's character Kelly Leak. They get him on the team, and then the bad news bears is just, they just start kicking ass. Uh, their rival team was the Yankees. And uh, that was um, Vic Morrow, I believe, was the coach. And if you guys know who Vic Morrow is, he was just uh, an asshole coach. And 
I've dealt with many asshole coaches uh, through um, my personal self when I was playing ball, as well as being a little league uh, coach. Oh fuck! I, uh, I, I many assholes uh, were like Vic Morrow's character. And, I mean, you could tell who who's an asshole and who wasn't. I was fair to every kid. I never put my kid up first uh, when it was Marky or when it was Kyle playing ball. I never put them at bat first. Everyone, because a lot of these coaches, that's what they did. They knew their kids yep. were good. They always put them first. And then you, then you have to hear it from all the parents. And I didn't want to hear that shit. Yep. I always made them uh, <laughs> almost clean up is what I did. I know Kyle, because he was the last time I coached. Uh, I always put him clean up because I knew he could do the job. And I, I let all the other players that aren't so experienced. I, mean, I didn't want to call them weak or anything, but I, I put them up first. And uh, just to get the parents off your back. I mean, it, it well, and if they out. get on base, that's where you want to be. The yeah. whole cleanup, that's their grand slam potential. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I knew what I was doing. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just stuck, I stuck with Little League. I didn't go any further than that because I didn't want to deal with the, the older parents when the, in the attitudes of oh, old yeah. kids. <laughs> so, little yeah. guys were, were, were awesome for me. But, um, and then you get uh, like the, the favorites, like Vic Morrow. His son was on their team, he was the pitcher. And that was, um, what the hell is his name? He was in courtship with Eddie's father. Uh, Brandon Cruz, I think that was his name. Uh, he's done, yeah, Brandon Cruz. He played uh, Joey Turner. Uh, he was a pitcher for the Yankees. And if you watch uh, the courtship of Eddie's father with uh, um, Bill Bixby, uh, David Banner, Incredible Hulk. Uh, it was cool. I was probably the first thing I'd seen him, and then then you guys realize he goes to be a, a punk rock singer and Doctor No, and uh, his whole music history. Uh, look up Brandon Cruz. He, he's got a, a cool uh, punk rock history. If you guys are into punk rock music, but well, like, the ending of this film, you a lot of these films like this when the, when the team starts starts to sucks in the beginning, and then uh, they always get all the way to the top, and then you're just expecting them to win. Spoiler alert, you should have seen this already. You expect the the team that you're rooting for to win, and they lose. They lost the championship. But that was probably one of the best endings in baseball uh, films. I mean, even, uh, whatchamacallit, League of Their Own. The the Rockford Peaches didn't win. They ended up losing. But it was still it was it was still a good ending, and with this, with the bad news bears, because everyone was expecting them to win, to be this nobody team that sucked and just went all the way to the top and lost. But I just thought I always loved I love that ending. I mean, you 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 don't always win, and it, it, like like I said before in these films, you expect the the heroes to to win, and they didn't. They lost. They lost right. the game, but it was still an amazing ride. Uh, through the whole film, each character was different. Each character had a part, and uh, they they concentrated more on Tatum O'Neill's character and uh, and um, Kelly League. But uh, everyone else pretty much you even had the two little uh, Mexican guys, the little brothers on there, and you had uh, Ahmad, uh, the black kid on, on the show or uh, on the team, and uh, everyone else was white. You had Jewish and uh, Italian kids and all that. But it was cool, man. I just love the whole team and what was going on in the film. And I'm it's the seven late on mid seventies, and it was awesome. I love it. There hasn't been another uh, baseball film like this with with young kids um, that was 
I wouldn't say controversial. It'd probably be controversial now if they made this film now with, with the exact same script and everything being said in it. Uh, people would probably, ah, oh, you can't say that. I mean, but back then, these are different times way back then. Um, it was okay. I mean, if you watch old movies like that with all the, with all with racial things, you can see that it's still there. <laughs> yeah. To what they don't show now, unless it's indie movies do. But mainstream films that they try not to to tackle or touch all that because they don't want the the backlash of everything. But uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino got it with uh, Django Unchained because the N word was said like a jillion times in it, and uh, everybody was uh, flying off the hinges. Awesome film though. But uh, Bad News Bears is my number one uh, baseball film of all time, and I love it. There's another film. I got plenty of films that I can watch over and over and over again and never get tired of them. This is just another one into the pile of films that I can watch over and over. Uh, 1976's The Bad News Bears. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. uh, I'm glad uh, we had two that was on both of our lists, and... uh... Three different ones each. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about... No, no. Disease, you brought up basketball films. Yeah. I've only seen one. The Fish to Save Pittsburgh. <laughs> but that was a, that was also in the 70s. Uh, I, I, I googled basketball films. And I don't think I've seen any of them. I never saw... Was it Coach Carter? Is that one? Yeah. Never that saw- one's set in Richmond too the it's it's based on a true story isn't that disney uh, i think so but yeah it's it's really it's a good one i never saw that i never saw blue chips uh i saw space jam but i wouldn't consider that <laughs> uh, you could you could they're uh, gonna make an- another one of those now with lebron <laughs> dumb <laughs> yeah well it's his movie company and it's not disney no because it's warner Bros. No. warner brothers did the first one because right. Bugs Bunny and all them in it, but um, Hoosiers. I can name the movies. I just never seen them because I just didn't care. Glory Road. Which one's that? Uh, let me pull it up. I could see the poster uh, and I see the actor, but I don't know his name. Uh, nineteen sixty-six Texas Western coach Don Haskin led the first all-black starting lineup for a college basketball team to the NCAA national championship. This one starred uh, Josh Lucas and Derek Luke, John Voigt. Yeah, I never saw it. Okay, I think the one <laughs> I do want to see uh, once once I did that list is the one with Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Coach Carter. Uh, yeah, I want I, I want to check that one out. Yeah, like I said, plus the fact that it's set in uh, I, I that was the uh, high school. If I would have stayed living in Richmond, I probably would have ended up at. <laughs> Which one did you go to? Uh, well, I, we ended up moving up to to Reno. I went to Sparks High, but uh, I went to elementary school in um, in Richmond, and then because my parents didn't, uh, there was no. Uh, in walking distance middle school then, then we moved to Albany to Albany middle school and then once I was done there uh, I almost ended up going actually to Oakland Tech because uh, we moved over by there but then um, my grandparents lived up uh, in Sparks so we uh, we moved up there and I went to Sparks so yeah <laughs> before we have, when I mentioned uh, the fish that saved Pittsburgh have, have you ever heard of that movie 
it's so funny that you you asked me that the other day because uh, I'll talk more about it on the regular E Society. But there's this uh, document, new documentary out now, Basketball Love Story, and they mentioned it on that. So I had just watched that, and then like a day later, uh, you text me about that that movie. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I, we had just gotten cable and uh, Showtime. And uh, the fish, the fish that saved Pittsburgh was on. My dad was watching it. Uh, I had no idea what it was. All I knew was it was basketball. I sat down and started watching it, and it just made me laugh uh, through the whole thing. And uh, this is when my introduction to the great and legendary Dr. J, Julius Irving, and uh, the awesome Jonathan Winters, and a ton of other people. I remember there was a, a native guy in it. I believe he was played by a, a Spanish actor. Because uh, I remember uh, during the scene, I could see him. They were doing tryouts, and here comes this wild Indian guy, long hair, headband on, hooting and hollering and shooting the ball. <laughs> I couldn't remember anything else uh, of his character uh, in the film, but this was one of those movies I watched over and over, and I loved it. Um, I don't even know if it. I know it's if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, like I, I just looked at it. Amazon's got it. If you guys have any interest, two ninety nine though, you got to pay. Yeah. Uh, I might be on DVD. Might not. I don't know. I never really uh thought about it until we started thinking. Well, because you mentioned basketball films, so that's the only one that came to mind. So I don't know. Yeah. If it is on DVD, I'd, I'd pick it up, man, because I, I I enjoyed this film as a kid. I was just shocked that uh, you weren't a fan of He Got Game. Uh, Spike Lee film, all the uh, public enemy music in it, Denzel Washington, Mila Jovovich, Rosario Dawson, Ray Allen. Uh, the cool thing with this one is I heard uh, they've already got ideas, uh, Spike and Ray and Denzel. Uh, they're all down to do a, uh, this was in 98, and uh, uh, they're thinking of, of doing a follow-up film. So uh, now that Ray's retired from the NBA, so. Uh, I'm shocked. You're not a fan of this, though. You're usually a, a Spike guy. Yeah, it was all right. It was nothing. Probably the basketball angle. I was like, eh, okay, whatever. The only part I remember is when uh, that the, the main kid got double teamed by two white girls. <laughs> I remember that scene clearly. But you remember the basketball scene at the end with uh, with uh, Ray and uh, Denzel? <sighs> Classic. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't like Denzel in it. He was uh, trying to be hard and all this. And, Oh, I, I was a fan. I don't know. So something about Denzel, like he's good. I didn't buy it. I only it's bought... hard. It's hard to name a bad Denzel film. You see, Carbon Copy. No. <laughs> no. Is that <laughs> easily? I did. I did it in one movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Uh, what's another one right off the top? Oh, Love and Basketball. Did you see that one? Never heard of it. Oh wow! Is that the one Omar That's... Epps? Yeah, that one... Uh, uh, garbage, I saw it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. I was going to say, that might be one. Hey, garbage? That's another classic, too. I didn't like that. I didn't like Above the Rim. Sana Latham, uh, Omar Epps. Nah. I only watched it because... That one's cause classic, too. Omar Epps is the reason I watched it, because it was um right after Juice. Right. And uh, Juice was awesome. And I, already, I was already a fan of Tupac, but then... um. Above the rim, they're all oh, hella good, hella good. All right, and it was not hella good. It was like eh, it was all right. <laughs> you, t- <laughs> that's shocking. Oh. You're not a fan of Above the Rim? No, the soundtrack's good, but eh, the movie's all right. 
That's crazy. What about uh, White Men Can't Jump? Uh, it was all right. I mean, it was nothing great. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, Dwayne Wayne. I don't remember his real name, but he was Dwayne Dwayne on um, Different World. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Rosie Perez. Uh, oh, Rosie Perez. She, she just, oh, my God. She's hot. She's amazing. That's probably my favorite thing she's ever been in no. is White Men Can't Jump. Uh, my favorite she did was um, Do the Right Thing. But, <laughs> yeah, that movie was okay. It was what it was. Um, I, I think it's just the whole basketball angle. Oh. I'm just like, eh. oh. <laughs> That's my sport. That's my number one. It's all right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh. But I do want to check out Coach Carter. I, I want to see that. And that Glory Road one sounds uh, cool. I'll probably check both of those out. Cool, cool. Yeah, well, I guess we had a little bonus. We did the uh, the baseball feature and then the quick basketball follow-up. So, got that knocked out. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, quick football one. I know my number one's uh, Remember the Titans. And uh, number two would be North Dallas 40. And I don't even know what else after that. Have you seen Draft Day? Uh, is that the one with uh, Kevin Costner? Yeah. Boring. Recent. I didn't like it. 2014? No? I didn't like it. It was all right. Oh, that was good. That was good. I like that. Did you see, uh, um, what was that one with The Rock? Uh, Gridiron Gang? No, is that good? That one's good. I liked it. How about any given Sunday? Ugh, boring. <laughs> Classic. That yeah, was the, so boring. The Pacino speech in that is like, you know, uh, game of inches. Uh, it was all right. The only part I remember in that is, is the scene that everyone talked about when uh, Cameron Diaz came into the, the locker room and <laughs> uh, that big black dude standing there just hanging to the yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The, it's funny, too, because when that film came out, that was before we had more of an inside angle and everything in that movie is like exaggerated to a hundred. But um, I mean, for the time it came out, it was cool. And the uh, Jamie Foxx character uh, has gone down classic Willie Beeman. <laughs> uh, you know, remember the song? Remember the song? <laughs> if I heard it, um, another I'm Willie the... Beeman. It wasn't really, I keep him screaming. <laughs> another movie that, it was kind of based around football, but not really. Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Uh, it was more mainly about uh, Bruce Willis' character, but Damon Wayne's character was a, a washed-up uh, quarterback. Uh, just got hooked on uh, pain pills because uh, he was just so beat up from playing football. And I understand, man. I mean, all these guys that play uh, sport, any kind of sport, doesn't have to be football. I mean, they're all just beat their bodies up. And uh, they end up. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say they end up paying for it, but I know they they stop playing the game is because uh, this, their body hurts. I was listening to uh, Warren Sapp on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, and he was talking about that. He's talking about uh, he's got to get hip surgery because he said it just it hurts to walk. Oh yeah, and it was all just due to football. I mean, even skateboarders. I mean, Tony Hawk, man, he's, his knees are pretty much shot, but he still does right. what he does. And a lot of OG skaters. I mean, uh, the legendary uh, Tommy Guerrero from San Francisco. Uh, all the craziness that he did on the skateboard, he said he paid for it now. His knees are just hurting. And I am too, man. My knees, man. Yeah. Can't do what I used to do. Yeah, because I'm all fat and heavy now. But 
even still, I mean, even if I was yeah. uh, these guys yeah. like Tony Hawk and Tommy Guerrero and other uh, legendary skaters, I mean, they're all skinny guys and in shape, but just the years and years of uh, jumping and, and flipping and all that on your skateboard, man, it, it takes a toll on your body. So all you guys out there that are still doing uh, sports and everything, I mean, right on, but just take care of yourselves, man. And one one thing could could mess it up and, and hurt. And do do be careful when you're out there on the field or, or out in the court or even out on the ice. Any sport you play, be careful. Yeah. I've seen a lot recently, like on uh, football too. There's this uh, 30 for 30 documentary. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, Junior Seau, uh, his life and, and death. And um, it's, it's just another reminder. They were saying like, basically just playing football, like as crazy as it sounds, almost like, a death sentence, just any kind of hitting, not just big hits, but like just re- the repeated hits, like just set you up. And uh, one of the things in, in, in that documentary, they talked about uh, say out towards the end of his, his life. He, he took his life uh, like two years after he retired, but uh, he was talking to a, a friend of his and his friend was like, Oh man, yeah, I got a headache. And he says like, He's like, I've had a headache for the last 20 years. So, yeah, it's scary stuff and uh, makes you wonder. They, they talk about, like, is there a future for football? And it feels like there'll always be people, like, willing to, to go and do it. But it's, you know, scary, you know. The more we know now, it's crazy to think that only 10 years ago there was, like, segments on ESPN – you got jacked up and we were talking about heavy hits and now that kind of stuff. It's like anytime a hit big hit happens now in the NFL, it's like the whole stadium falls silent and everybody's like questioning football. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, everyone out there. I mean, you guys play sports, be careful. I mean, anything, yeah. anything you do uh, physically is be careful. Even if you work, I mean, just, just be careful. I know I'm, as careful as I can be. And even on my skateboard, I don't do what I used to do. That's probably because I can't do it anymore because I'm all big and fat. But I'm still careful. Um, I mean, did any of you skateboarders out there, look for cars. Look look out. Yeah, you want to get that trick and you want you want all the likes and everything and you want everyone to see it. That's awesome. I love it too. I like whatever it is. But just be careful out there. And like I said, on the court, on the baseball, football field, tennis, cricket. Any sport you guys play, be careful. Wear yep. the wear the protective pads. I know I should wear my helmet and pads all the time. I don't, but I, I know I should. But just be careful out there and be mindful of, of your surroundings. I mean, especially you football players, man. I, yeah. Oh, watching yeah, watching Derek Carr getting thrown all over the field from out of nowhere, or anybody yeah. that's a quarterback, or just any sport you play, or even uh, even in uh, the Sandlot. Uh, Darth Vader, uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. His character he got hit with a with a fastball in the head, and he went blind. Right. Yeah. You you got it. You got to be careful. I mean, sports is fun to play. Sports is is cool to watch. I mean, even if you're watching, uh, you got to be careful. Be watch out for those fly balls. Watch out for those foul balls. Watch out for the hockey pucks. I mean, anything. You you pay attention to where wherever you're at because. Uh, 
I've seen close calls and I've seen people get hit by things and, and it's, it's scary. I mean, I, a ball zipped over my head and I heard that thing go whoosh, fly over my head. I'm like, Whoa. So, I mean, be, be, be I love baseball, but you gotta, you gotta be careful. Uh, if you're one of the guys that likes to sit close to the action. Right. But, yeah. Like I said, any That's sport, true. any sport, be careful. Yeah, exactly. Be safe. Yep. That's it for me. Everyone, thank you for listening. I know we went way longer than than usual, but uh, we just love what we hope you enjoyed. It. We start talking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. Yep. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully you got a chance to listen to the last one. We covered a bunch of challenges that Nez already completed, and now we're back with this baseball one. I'm sure we got more cooking on the way. Plus, we got a full East Society coming. Uh, until next time, have fun, be safe, and uh, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs>